Hi, I'm Kim Rickards, professional superglue and co-creator of Manifest. Manifest is a global platform with a vision to empower professionals of color to make connections and build intentional community to manifest careers, dreams, and goals. In this podcast, we will nurture, inspire, connect, and elevate our listeners through relevant stories and conversations. Now, let's Manifest. Hi, everyone. Today I have with me someone who's pretty amazing. She's a beautiful young lady. She's doing so many awesome things, and I am super excited to have her here so that she can share with you all the amazing things that she is doing, and I don't want to solve this any further. So Jamila, please introduce yourself. Hi, Kim. Thank you. Hi, everybody. I'm Jamila Pinto, the director for the Indigo Conference, as well as the exec assistant for Reggae Superstar Protégé. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like how you just threw that in there, as well as, just so people know, <laughs> you have receipts for all the work that you've been doing. So if they want to come check for you, they can go check and see that you have been in this game for quite some time. So you're, you're not just someone that just got here, right? And even if you did get here, you know, it would still be an amazing thing. But you've been building a nice name for yourself, a buzz for yourself within the entertainment industry. And now you've been pivoting a little bit within entertainment. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. But before we get into that fun stuff, let's play a game, Jamila. We're going to play. We're going to play this or that. So this is a game that's going to be super fun. You are not supposed to think too hard about this. You are just supposed to say whatever comes to mind. And as soon as you say it, that is what it is. (laughs) I'm not keeping score, but I just want you to know, like, we're supposed to have some fun. All right, cool. Ready? All right. Since you're ready, let's do it. The first one, ice cream or sorbet? Ice cream. Okay. Bright colors or neutral colors? Neutral colors. Pencil or marker? Uh, Mar pencil. (laughs) (laughs) You just created that one. That's a new. That's a new thing. What about handheld or wireless? Handheld. Okay, a little old school, right? Voice note or text message? Definitely text message. Okay. Instagram or Facebook? Instagram. What about outdoor or indoor workout? Outdoor, for sure. Well, I mean, you get to live in the beautiful island of Jamaica, <laughs> so naturally I would think that you, that you would love outdoor. But now that we've gotten to know a little bit about what you like, what about telling us, you know, when you look at this world that we're in, what's inspiring you right now? I think what inspires me right now is is the people, the people that I'm around and the people who you know I come across um, daily. I think that I don't know people. I guess the different conversations I have, people are very inspirational to me. You know, like my boss, the artists who I work with, persons on my team, just their outlook on life, and I feel like you know what they want to do in the future. So I just kind of want to be able to. I don't know, add to that and just working towards, you know, our goals. I feel mm-hmm. like that's what inspires me. Yeah. 
Well, then I guess that goes into my 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 next question, which I was going to ask you. What's your favorite part about being Jamila? There's so many people that want to be someone else, right? So what's your favorite part about being yourself? Okay. Um, <laughs> I've never been asked that question before ever. I think that's a really good question. I, I, I'm I mean, looking for a really good answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, my favorite thing about me, I'm not sure if this counts, but definitely um, my solitude, like my alone time. Mm. Um, does that count? Is that your favorite that, thing about that, me? That definitely yeah. does count. And, and and I can see it because you are, you know, surrounded by people a lot, I'm thinking, in the work that you do. So I would think that having time to be by yourself is important. And I, I would think that it's a favorite thing. I'm like, I like being alone. So I can, mm-hmm. I can only imagine, you know, like how busy and how noisy it can get. So I'm definitely feeling that one for sure but let's let's go a little a little deeper than that so now that we know a little bit more about you so we know you like certain things we know you like your quiet time but what led you to this moment like how did you even get here in terms of everything that you're doing uh all right Kim well I'm hope all right we're gonna try shorten it um all right so I think uh, you know, from high school, I've always, I've always had the drive to be, I guess, just successful or just to be somebody. You know, I, I've always wanted to make myself proud, make my mommy proud, you know, my fa- my, my family proud first and foremost mm-hmm. because I feel like, um, in my family, I'm really that per on both sides, my both my, my you know my mommy and my daddy's side. There is nobody in the family that really made it to where I am and I have so much more to go um Mm. where I am in terms of just like you know where I am in my career you know working for a reggae a reggae artist um uh having my own event and you know just being to an extent and and and, or a a budding influencer so to speak so I think Mm. maybe that was in high school I've always been interested in you know events and production and just like um charity work as well so i was always involved in for example my students council at school and that's you know student advocacy so it started from there just wanting to ensure that you know as students our rights were respected and um yeah things like that and then i went to university i did meet journalism actually and that's when i realized that all right we know so many things say journalism on my thing though and then <laughs> i started to focus on my tell you because i'm not sure if it's because i don't know i think just to kind of touch on it a little bit came my feel like say maybe it was just how i was required to write mm. during that time made me turn away from journalism but otherwise from that i do write but my writing very not kind of long and for lack of a better term, I don't know, deep or whatever. And team, but um, because of that, it kind of pushed me to to to, to do what I I do know, which is you know video production events in university. So I did pageants, I planned and executed pageants at university in high school as well. Um, I did live shows. So if you know live from Kingston, two years ago we did that with um with Coffee with Leela Aiken, Naomi Kawan, um. 
and Savannah. So things like that. And I guess also I can't really leave out the persons who, you know, have always been motivating me, my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really, really big cheerleaders. And then, you know, my, my, my mommy and my daddy. And um, it's really just, it's an innate thing for me as well to do the best of what I can do or what I want to do. Um, yeah, but just want to be some in our life. So I think that, oh, <laughs> yeah, I think it like the major part. So let me tell you, I feel like one of the major um, areas or one of the major things that got me to where I am today is definitely meeting my boss, protege. Um, so ever since I was in like high school, when I was about maybe 13 or 14 thereabouts, I've always loved his music. So me used to always, I say, yo, mega marry to the manier or mega meet the manier because, you know, like when you're young and it's like, you know, like you see like a, just like a, I don't know. A positive. Uh, Person. A positive person, but like yeah. you see, like a Denzel Washington or like a Michael B. Jordan, and you're like, Lord God, he mighty man, he's just nice, and you know what I mean. So mm-hmm. he had that effect on me when I was younger, and um, you know, people I used to always say, yo, you know, mega work for him. But as I got older, um, I always said that you know I'm going to work for him, like we really want to be on him team and whatever, and um. I'm from Mandeville, Manchester, that's the country, mm-hmm. in Jamaica. And then I moved to Kingston, which is the city. And while I was in Kingston, I went to a live event. Um, at that time, the reggae revival was really, really popping and, and booming. It still is now. But, um, you know, Keslamdi and Kabak and everybody was just like, you know, on a level. And it was just like a whole big party at that time. So Keslamdi was actually having a live show and... When I know my spirit, you just tell me, say, yo, did you get it on the show tonight, you know? And then <laughs> as soon as I thought it, he like, he was a surprise guest on stage. And then, you know, spirits lifted and it's like after the show ended, I went up to him and I'm like, yo, you know, I'm a really, really big fan. And it's so good to see you here. You know, you're a surprise on the show. And um, everybody was just so excited and whatever. And then the next day, I woke up with a DM in my Twitter and then it was from him and he's like, Hey, I want you to be on my team. So it's like, I wake up and he's like, Man, sir, this is not real. And then um I go back to sleep. <laughs> and then I wake up again and I'm like, <laughs> wake up again and I'm check my phone and I it saw that it was real and I'm like, Yeah, and I'm like, you know, all right, cool. This is um pretty exciting. And I feel like just working with him and just being introduced to different people. Um, also testing my ability and my potential, you know, put me in this position where I am today. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I have a joke for you. So a girlfriend of mine is a huge fan. So I told her that I was going to be talking to you and I mentioned that you do work for a protege and she was like, Oh my God, he's bae and she's married. <laughs> and she's like, she said the same thing. She's like, I knew that like, he could be like my husband, even though I have a husband. And it was so funny because hearing you say this, it's like, he just seems to have this effect on women. Right. But, but I do love the fact that, you know, he seems to be very supportive of young women. And I love that you are an example of that. And I see the work that he's doing you know, with Savannah, especially because I'm a huge fan of her. So I'm seeing him doing work with her and I love to see it. So Proto, big up yourself. We are happy that you are pouring into young women and just 
inspiring them and also helping them manifest their dreams, careers, and goals, which is what manifestation sure. is all about. I love to see it. And plus, you know, Jamila, not for nothing, but hearing your story, it just reiterates the power of words, manifestation, and social media. Like these things all play into each other. Yeah, they all play into each other, right? And I think like when time just aligns, like it just aligns. So it just happened and I love it. Let me tell mm-hmm. you, and just let me just say that, um, just just to interject right there, Kim. I remember just saying, you know, you know, mega work with him, and I'm going to be doing this and that for him and stuff. And you know, those things seem far fetched to other people because when I kept saying that to people, um, they must say, mm-hmm. oh, you're not gonna work for him or in university. They must say, you know, you're not gonna do this or you're not gonna do that. And I'm like, well, that's a funny opinion. Me know what me want to do, and it's gonna happen. Type of thing. So you know, yep. it just kind of. When you want to do something, sometimes I feel like we don't have to always announce it because, you know, mm-hmm. people, if you're not strong enough, I think people's energy is can definitely affect yours and it can throw you completely off of, you know, what you want to do and your passion. Yeah, absolutely. And that actually goes into the, the next question I have for you, which was around how do you tackle those limiting beliefs and people? Because you're right. Like if someone hears something that sounds crazy to them, they're going to be like, that's not going to happen. But you have to be strong within yourself to know, I don't know exactly how it's going to happen, but I believe that it will. And then what seems like it was crazy to others actually manifests itself. And you're like, yep, I told you. So how do you actually handle that? Um, Okay. So first, you know, I try to understand like where people are coming from because sometimes people aren't really aware of the things they say and why they say certain things or think certain things you know what i mean so it could probably be a case of maybe they want to do something with their life and maybe somebody tell them so they can't do it and them end up believing so they can do something or maybe them just bad mind until they say yo you can't do it because they feel like it's too far-fetched and just a bad man because you have something you want to achieve, you know. Um, so I try to understand, like, sometimes I don't really talk to them, but I just come up with different scenarios that would help me to, like, understand, like, you know, where their limiting beliefs are coming from. And, and also, like, limiting, the term limiting is also, you know, based on perception, like, um not with this particular situation in terms of my career and stuff, but, you know, like three years ago, you know, just something as simple as getting a tattoo. Like me never think so when I get one tattoo in my life, no, me have like six, you get me? So limiting beliefs, (laughs) limiting beliefs, I think are based on perception and over time, um, you know, we change or evolve and those limiting, those quote unquote limiting beliefs can be, you know, something that, Maybe I never believed it back then, but mm-hmm. then no, I can probably believe it. But it just takes a, it, it, it really just takes a level of understanding. You get me? So, and yeah. hopefully those people too who have actual limiting, limiting beliefs and like bad mind talk and them somewhere. Um, I, I just, you know, hope that over time as I am as well, you know, I just hope we kind of grow out of it. So how I deal with it is just try to understand it um and actually look in myself as well and say hey all right how do you feel about this and how do you feel about that and then just match it to my beliefs and what I know for a fact and then just go from there but generally um 
one of my favorite things as well to Kim is my favorite things about myself as well is just really not caring, you know, what mm. people say or think. Like me not really care more while you get me. Um yeah. if if you don't if, if you don't have the credentials for things, like me not care what you say. So for example, like with you, Kim, uh, me you know you give great advice um when it comes to like events and you know different things like that and marketing and whatever. Me I come to you, I'm gonna ask you you know, for advice, and I'm going to listen to you, and I'm going to care, I'm going to value your opinion. But I'm not going to go to nobody or listen to nobody who don't know about, not about planning events and marketing or whatever. I'm not going to go to, uh, I'm not going to go to an artist, for example, for medical opinion. Right. You get me? <laughs> right. So, yeah. Right. Right. And, you know, I do, I like that you touched on the fact that you're confident within yourself to not really allow others to shift how you would view something, right? So you have to be confident. And I think that that comes over time and that comes with just living a little bit more where you do understand where people could be coming from, but you don't take it personal because you know that at the end of the day, they're not going to stop the show anyway. You're still going to, you know, proceed and do what you have to do. And that's what's important, I think. Agree. Fully, fully. Yeah. But, okay, so we know that you work for Protégé. We know that you just mentioned Indigo Conference. I wanted to say congratulations on Catherine's Peak Water Competition. This is pretty exciting. I'm hoping to see you win it all. But I want to know, like, how did you get the idea to start an entire conference? And then before you go into, or I should say, after you go into what led you to create the conference, tell everyone a little bit more about what you're working on for this year's conference. Okay, so this year's conference will be done virtually. Mm -hmm. um, well, after or before? What inspired it? What, what inspired, what? yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. So the inspiration came from, again, um, just being a little bit really involved in my thought process with, um, with, with Indignation Collective. And at that time, I felt like I was going through some just like some spiritual evolution, you know, some deep thinking and walk, the actual, some walk things that happened back during back in the day and stuff. And I felt like, you know, I started to do a lot of research on indigo, on indigo children, like strong intuition, really creative, um, you know, strong willed and just really special type of people. And um, mm -hmm. I felt like that, really embodies um that embodied that was me at the time and stuff and I really like the name and then you know indignation um just kind of being a big fan of protege I wanted to honor that inspiration as well so I named the conference indigo conference it was actually supposed to be a live concert at the time um back in so the idea came to me back in 20, 20 2013 actually 2013, oh, wow. when I just started university, um, I actually had a show called Indigo, Indigo, Indigo when I was living on Hall. Um, so it was supposed to be a live event at first. And then I just changed it to it being a conference because I realized that, you know, as creatives and including myself, like sometimes we don't really understand the business of the industry. And I felt like it would be good 
to have persons who are really experienced, who are influencers to just come and just to share, you know, how they made it in the industry the real way when it comes to business, when it comes to the legalities of it, when it comes to the marketing, you know, different things like that. And so then you now it, it brings me to the point of what the Indigo Conference is about. It's a networking and like an inspirational conference for creatives, you know, just to show them how to lay a strong business foundation in the creative industry. And we do that by having, um, as was mentioned, just, you know, major influencers and experienced and giants in the industry to come and just to share. Um, we also, you know, provide internships with, with, mm-hmm. with persons who are interested. And then we also bring on persons to work with us as well. So this year now, we're just really trying to figure out how we can uh, provide those opportunities because, you know, well, first of all, the conference will be done virtually this year. And I get like a sneak peek as well. Um, yeah. The theme for this year is from hustle to enterprise you know so i feel like as creatives you know we hustle a lot we do jobs here and there and you know but we don't have like an actual structure in place to mm-hmm. one ensure that we make money ensure that we pay our taxes on time ensure that people respect our our companies and businesses and so um yeah, like you will do, you will, you know, hustle and get your things sorted out and people know about you, but do you have a structure in place a persons can, for example, when you go in the corporate world, you know, they will treat you with the, the, the respect that you deserve. Type of right. thing. So, so yeah, so this year, um, it's, it's a little bit difficult, but maybe not so much because, um, you know, I, I don't have as much people on my team as I would have had um, in previous years. But then I'm really excited about it as well because, you know, persons may have like a better opportunity to be connecting with, with, with different persons who are, who are, who will be attending the conference as well as, you know, different speakers. So, yeah. It's going to be an awesome event and it sounds great. And I love that you are pouring back into others as well. So although, you know, this is something that you've been working on for years. You're also looking at the fact that there are so many other aspects in ways that you can touch people that are coming up that would want to learn about this. And that would be one way through internships, which is pretty cool. So I applaud you for, for doing that. But I know that you've been very busy, not just with the conference planning, but this year or maybe even before, but I'm only familiar with your work this year, but you, you've entered now the video production space. So can you talk about that? Because you did a pretty cool project over the, the, I would say the summer, but I'm sure like in video world, this is probably taped. (laughs) Yeah. A while while ago. (laughs) Okay. So, um, I'm just trying to see like what, you know, what, what I can do, you know, Mm -hmm. what I can do. So, I linked up with Designer Studios, two really, really, really great guys um, who do graphic and videography, Ashani Christian and Kenny Plummer. Um, Ashani Christian is the videographer. Kenny Plummer is the the, the, the graphic designer. Okay, mm-hmm. so I linked up with them and I'm like, hey, guys, you know, I really, you know, want to get involved into this world. Um, let's, let's go do some stuff. So I... I feel like that was my 
entrance into it like fully into it we actually did a video earlier this summer i can't wait for it to come out um i can't announce it just yet but um <laughs> i mean we can get a little sneak peek it's with mm-hmm. um it's with it's with jazzelis so oh, nice. um yeah so that's coming out um shortly and we, we did that earlier this year we also did um we're also working on a few not corporate stuff um but just like a few let, let, let me i guess i can't really go into that as well but let me just go back so we, we produced mm-hmm. i produced a, a buju banton video <laughs> we just congratulations <laughs> Thank you. So it's the Jamaica Cultural Development Commission. Um, JCDC had put on a music festival competition with Jamaican artists where they had to do songs and videos that represented, you know, brand Jamaica. So uh, Tara, who is Buju's um, manager, had reached out to us to do the video. And that was really, really good. You know, he's a really, really cool guy. It was the quickest video we've ever done. It took wow. us almost half a day to do. Um, Wait, that's quick? Shoot and, yeah, that, <laughs> that's definitely quick. Like, half a day oh, wow. is, is super quick. It's super quick. And, you know, he was pretty easy to work with. Um, we had to get the video done. We had to, we, it was also done. Um you know, very quickly. So we did the treatment the Friday, we shot the video on Tuesday and we had to submit the video, you know, the, the Thursday. So that was really, really quick for us. And that taught me one, how to work under pressure. Um, and then two, just to ensure that, you know, even though we're under pressure, we just ensure that our client is happy. So that was really, really good. I know Bujo Grammy winning artist, so that's major for the culture. So I really, I'm really proud of that video. And he also won the competition too. So that's amazing. Oh, wow. that's even, that is amazing. So now you get yeah. you get two major props because not only did you do it quickly, but then he also won. So so, so that's actually you know, really major, good. major. <laughs> so yeah, we awesome. have some more projects coming out as well. So just follow on Instagram at okay guys. So it's designer studio. So that's D-E-Z-I-G-N-R Studios. Yeah. Cool. And again, so, so everybody will, they'll, they'll definitely be following all of your pages once everything goes live and people can stay up to date with all the cool things that you have going on. But, you know, I want you to tell me because you've been busy, you've been very busy this year. And it's been a it's been a difficult year for many people. But what are the lessons that you've been learning during this year? I say my first lesson I'm learning is don't do too many things all at once. That's my first yes, that's lesson. That's a good one. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You know that's that's a good one. But see, I'm a multitasker, so I'm having a hard time receiving that because because I'm like don't do too many things. What's your hmm. secret? <laughs> You know, this is the thing. I feel like with multitasking, you have to know how to compartmentalize everything so that things get done with excellence, right? So I think that it's a personality type. I feel like I could be type A when it comes to getting things out. But 
it isn't for everybody. So it is a very good piece of advice. So everyone is not going to be like me and try to juggle many things at once. Some people really do not need to do more than one thing at a time. So I appreciate you for saying it. I'm just in my feelings, but yeah. <laughs> Girl, listen, we need for learning from it because I can't multitask. Like, so I'll, for example, I'll be on my phone and somebody's talking to me and when I hear a word of the person that said to me and it's it's crazy to me, you know, like my, my friends understand like them no send me the phone phone if me I do an email, them can't be a talk to me because like I'm not I'm not going to hear anything at all. So I, wow. I can't really multitask. I can't really multitask. I try my best to, but you know, I'm not I'm not the best at it. And um, that's so, it yeah. too. Like but knowing what you're not super good about um, or good at isn't a bad thing either because I am a huge person on, you know, elevating our strengths anyway. So it's not even about, you know, trying to, it's, it's, well, for me, it's not about trying to like perfect my quote unquote weaknesses. I'm like, you know what, these are my strengths. I'm just going to elevate them <laughs> even more. And mm-hmm. I do think that there's power in recognizing what you're, you're not good at and being okay with it and being better about doing what you're really great at and you're great at many things so you don't have to worry about that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah sometimes i don't know i don't know I mean, sometimes i don't know i really know but well well i think well, what it I mean, takes is just getting it done exactly. properly get it done properly which is what really yeah. matters in the end so give me another lesson now that i interrupted you all right, that my next um lesson is on a personal level, um, mm-hmm. which is understanding my place in people's lives. Lives. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> you want to expound on that? Yeah, man. Huh? Yeah, man. All right, so here it is now. So, you know, um, I had a friend that, you know, was really, really close to me and mm-hmm. stuff and um you know we we were we we are friends now but i guess just you know things think things and times change and you know we, we grow apart and stuff and we were friends from high school so we've always we've had like plans and like dreams together and stuff like that and i just felt like i was trying my best to be basically, I mean, I, I did, I, I, I do all the things that I would have done, like as, as a friend, just how we knew our relationship to be. But then mm-hmm. I realized that, you know, uh, my friend, like her, her relationship or just how she interacted with me changed towards me. And it's like, man, I try to wonder like, what we do, like, did I do something wrong? Like, what, you know, mm-hmm. what kind of happened type of thing. And, and then that just really showed me that, all right, then, you know, even though you guys have all these plans and all these goals together and you want to achieve this together, like it's, it's just not there anymore. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you have to understand that. Yes, you, you are a friend and you are going to always be there. But at the same time, you just need to understand that these are your limitations and you can't be this to that person anymore. So that kind of broke my heart. And it is, um, you know, even though, even though, you know, even though you love somebody or people in general, like you just kind of have to, and you want to be, and you want, you want to be, and you want to do more for, for somebody, 
but you can't do it just because of where that person placed you and you just kind of have to stay there because you can't force nobody to be doing nothing you get me mm-hmm. yeah. so i think that was one of my biggest lessons in life and it's pretty heartbreaking definitely mm-hmm. understand now and from that it's like i'm not trying to force myself on nobody no <laughs> so but, but, yeah yeah it's hard but it is true and i think I, again you know these are the lessons that we learn over time as we we live a little and we realize that relationships they change they evolve so you know maybe it's going to be a time where you all come back into each other's lives right but maybe right now it's just not happening mm-hmm. so For sure. that's the other way that's the way to look at it too so you know <laughs> we, we always try to see the positive girl try to see a positive in in the midst of what could be considered definitely definitely cloud yeah for sure and then i want to ask you so who are your favorite artists or creatives that you've come to appreciate during this time okay so uh somebody mm-hmm. who i really really rate and respect is nikki kane um she's a creative director you know a photographer she's a set designer she also makes furniture like she's just really cool as a woman you know she demands respect she's very professional in her in her job um we call her bricky cane like bricks like the skilly bit bricks on bricks so um so yeah like she if 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 you if you if you've ever seen the forget me video um that was done with cooking media um she did that as she did that she did the where i'm coming from video with lila as well she also did some stuff for romaine virgo beris hammond and not a whole bunch of other things you know she did the oh, yes. she so helped out with the set design mm-hmm. on mango um see yeah which which is sick and which brings me to my mm. to my next creative <laughs> nico kelly see the man um he's a he's a stylist and he's just i don't know like i just rate him like he's very professional um he tells it like it is he's very honest and you know straightforward and him just sick like him he make you look bomb and the clothes that he that he uses them not expensive them just really sick them very cool um you tell him what you want he gives it to you exactly mm-hmm. he styled for example protege in same so um he styled just some other other things he styled camilla mcdonald before um he does you know nadine sutherland he does just like a whole chensia in her short short video nice. um, he, he just he's just awesome marathon so the the next person i rate um is a dancehall is a woman dancer i don't know the word female dancer like a woman mm. dancer artist her name is shanil mior i just think her flows and her melody just like really sick um rater she have this song called yamabella <laughs> and i think it's just really good like it goes you know them girl they are really yamabella i mean it's not my era thing or whatever but she rater and she just released this song called <laughs> she just released mm-hmm. this song called um same guy i think it is with um with denny and that that stick as well so, and then finally this mm-hmm. young director his name is his name is 300k 
Um, the first time I saw him on the scene was when he directed the video um, We Pray, that's with Popcorn, Andre Island. And then he also helped to shoot the Rapture remix video with um, RD Studio. So I think he, he he's, I think I rate him. He, he's been doing really, really well. And he recently released a video with Kabaka. What name again? Nice up the scene or something like that. I never remember. But that video well, is sick. I mean, so Manifest is all about shouting out other businesses, people, and brands. So everyone that Jamila has listed, everybody, you're shouted out. So you need to, or you should, in theory, I would say, feel accomplished to have known that you have ended up on someone else's radar. And that's really how, you know, the, the world works, I think. I think when when we're doing good work, others will definitely take note of it and then they will be inspired. So I like that you listed mostly Jamaican people too, which again brings, you know, a whole new viewership of their work to others that are listening, which I love. So my other question for you as we get ready to wrap is, you know, because you've had your hand in so many different pots and you've been exposed to quite a few cool things in terms of, you know, entrepreneurship and being able to have corporate ties as well. And then also being able to, you know, have ties to the creative space. What is your advice for listeners that may be sort of on the fence of pursuing a career in entertainment or entrepreneurship because they feel they have to choose? What would you tell them? Um, I would say that as corny as it may sound, I would say that, um, one, follow, follow your passion and uh, try to do different things that test your ability and, and your potential. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of choosing, I'm not sure if I heard the question right, Kim, but in terms of choosing, sometimes we can't do everything at once, but I would say prioritize. So if you're into um, you know, video production, PR, and marketing, um, being a visual artist or all of those things that prioritize and see, okay, then which one do I want to go in first or what means the most to me and do that. And then, you know, definitely always, always, um, ask for advice once you are sure about what it is that you want to pursue. Mm -hmm. I find that sometimes when you're unsure about certain things, Kim, and we ask for advice because we're not so sure about what we want. Oftentimes we get pulled into too many different directions because we feel like, um, you know, just like advice and you know, this is good advice. Like, let me just go do this. Let me just go do that. I feel like once you understand like where you want to go and you ask advice based on that, then it's better for you right. to kind of right. just chart your path. You get me? Um, so, so yeah. Um, so yeah, that's definitely and 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 don't waste your time. That's how my thing is like don't waste your time. You know what I mean? Like certainly don't waste your time and you I think definitely research and and work hard that's and true. work smart and consistency is the key and definitely discipline. Like we're not going to always be motivated to do what we want to do like me not always motivated sometimes <laughs> me just want to sleep sometimes me just want to turn off my phone and just be like yo me can't bother but it's a matter of just like discipline mm-hmm. and doing what needs to be done 
you get me because motivation not gonna always be you know it's always feel like you want to do something but it just has and to be done break. because those are important and I, take breaks. I definitely yeah. co-sign take breaks and find your motivation from wherever you need to get it because like you said you're not going to always want to do it but at the end of the day the ends justifies the means so you have to get it done so jamila my time with you is definitely up but the last question of the evening is what are you manifesting <laughs> right now <laughs> before we end we just want to big you up kim because yeah <laughs> do the damn thing as well easy me i did the damn thing as well um we really appreciate you you get me really appreciate i really appreciate your advice and i feel very very honored to be on manifest's podcast like it's it means a lot Absolutely. to me, and thank you for identifying me. Yeah. <laughs> what are you um, manifesting? I'm manifesting a really, really good conference this coming November, love and it. happiness. We just it. want and to I'm, be happy. I'm here for it, and I'm supportive of both of those things, yeah. and I'm going to be there when both of them actually manifest. So thank you again, Jamila. I hope you enjoyed your time on Left Northeast as much as I've enjoyed having you quick friendly reminder to our beautiful listeners for you to like share subscribe to the podcast leave a review tell your people about it follow jamila on all socials which you will find in the episode notes and until next time let's manifest thank you jamila thanks kim thanks for listening to the manifest podcast before you go don't forget to subscribe rate and review this podcast Share this with your family, share this with your friends, share this with your colleagues, just share this with your entire community. And until next time, let's manifest.